We're building new programs, so I think that it, we're just on the right path for growth. Uh, they're families and they're, they're already committed to our communities and they really need to have the opportunity to get their education and to move forward. This is In the Know with ACCT, the voice of community college leaders. I'm Jacob Bray. This episode provides a glimpse into a Wyoming college president and her board preparing for the transition of their president who is soon retiring. Dr. Carla Leach is a longtime president of Western Wyoming Community College and ACCT devotee who is guiding her board into effective succession planning. Not only did the board participate in a Governance Institute for Student Success with Carla, but they also shared their thoughts about Wyoming and their college's future. For those who are not familiar, the Governance Institute for Student Success is a national initiative that fosters student success and college completion through effective governance. Wyoming has a special place in my heart because it was the first brand new state that we had added to our repertoire, so it's a personal favorite of mine. But it's also really a very special place. Uh, when we had the gist, there are seven colleges in uh, community colleges in Wyoming, and it is a gorgeous state and really wonderful people there, and I enjoyed meeting all of you. So um, this is a question really for any of, of you in the room. What's happening at your college? What is getting you um, excited, particularly uh, as, a, as board members? Uh, what, what's interested you? What's new? Well, for me, I the kids, our students, and I shouldn't say kids because we have our whole community that comes to our college with the theater, um, musicals, every type of thing that we have um, as a community, the people come up to the top of the hill <laughs> to um, get their culture in Sweetwater County. So I, I love the interaction of our um, community with our college. The college as the hub of the community and, and the, uh, the, that social hub, really important. Right off the bat, we, uh, the first meeting that we were at, um, Carla um, put in her resignation. Um, so, so we, so we have to find a new president in a year, and that was uh, kind of a little bit of a baptism by fire for us. So we're learning as we go, but it's a big process. We're really, really, really going to miss her. It's going to be hard shoes to fill. I'm excited about the uh, forward thinking of the uh, college. Uh, Dr. Leach has gone ahead and gotten the uh, program started for the cloud computing and um, we're looking forward that we're one of uh, the only college in Wyoming teaching such a program and one of a select number of colleges nationwide. Excellent. Well, you must be very proud. So Carla, tell me, what, what's, I, how many years have you been president there? I've been president for ten and a half wow. and president, college presidents do count halves <laughs> and uh, by the time I retire I've been here eleven and a half. Yes. So. It's a, it's a long relationship, and uh, other things in life are pulling me a different direction. But uh, so it's time for me to retire, and I'm looking forward to the next steps that Western takes. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be close to your 11th year. What's new this year for you in the, at the college? What, what's the new movement or the new program or, or the thing that's got you stimulated and excited? 
So I think the um, efforts that we have going on with recruitment is extremely uh, interesting and good. We have, uh, for years, had the pleasure of being a build it and they will come kind of environment. And now with the drop of enrollment, we're seeing uh, faculty get involved in, in promoting their programs. We're trying to reach other students. We're building new programs, so I think that it, we're just on the right path for growth. I noticed on the website that you're having a dino day, so is that uh, one of your flagship, your automotive program? Is that a flagship kind of a program? We are uh, working on our automotive program. It is definitely all of our technology and industry uh, careers and certificates and degrees are definitely something that Western is very well known for. Uh, we work to build workforce and part of that is getting more and more individuals in the community into that technology wing and so they made $800 that day Woo! running dynos on individuals <laughs> cars. It's very exciting and very noisy. <laughs> Also a lot of fun for everyone and uh, brought in a little money for the college. Now, when we did the GIS, um, one of the things that we did, we knew that the colleges um, and the whole state, we had all seven colleges there, and it was the first time one of the presidents stood up and said, this is the first time we as a state have ever really talked together um, about what was happening and it and at that time it was a loss of a lot of your extractive industries and so tell me how did the college rebound how did the state rebound and um, and what role did the community colleges play in that very important um, workforce um, change well, absolutely. So the stress on our state is tremendous whenever the extractive industries are down, and it directly relates to our state funding, it relates to our local funding, it relates to the students that want to go to our school. So we, we really have been working directly with the economic development individuals about how do we build a diverse uh, economy in Wyoming and how do we get um, more opportunities for our students. One of the things that we know is incredibly important is that we retain students in the state. Uh, we are a very small state and students do like to leave, but we want them to come back and raise their kids here. So, um, and, and they do come back, but that's one of the things we need to do is work with our community. And we've been doing that through several initiatives and uh, it has been very positive and a great opportunity for the entire state to work together. Well, having new board members means that you're really bringing in other uh, people in the community. So for those of you who are board members, how do you see the engagement of the college, not just with workforce, but with your community as a whole? It's nice to bring some culture. <laughs> you know, we're, uh, we're in a high plains area and low dense population, but um, so just, just even having that wonderful theater, um, when I, I go to work, I, I pass the college every day, and I see um, school buses there almost every other day from across the state, western Wyoming. And so kids are coming, and they're, they're looking at the dinosaurs, and they're, they're going to the theater and seeing the plays or whatever. And these are kids that would never have that. They're from communities with 1,000, 1,200 people or less, oftentimes less. So. So yeah, I, I think that's kind of a neat part of it too, is just seeing what, what it offers to our, our corner. 
Hey everyone, I want to take a quick break to remind you all that the 50th annual ACCT Leadership Congress is coming up and we're looking for innovative presentations from ACCT member colleges and affiliates. Check out congress.acct.org for our call for presentations, to register, to find out about sponsorship opportunities and more. And now, back to the show. Well, I, I think it's important to note that we're a community college in the truest sense, and the program that we have um, affects our main community in Rock Springs and adjacent community in Green River, where we also have a small campus. But in Wyoming, when we mean community, we mean a very large community in that we not only serve our local county, but we serve five counties in Wyoming. And so our distance education offerings um, are a huge part of what we do. Um, we're in rural America, and being able to provide services um, to these folks in smaller communities, uh, it's imperative, um, and it's, it's very important as well. So a, a community of about 30,000 square miles. What's wonderful about Wyoming is the fact that you do represent a major element everyone is talking about today, and I'm so glad you brought it up, and that's rural America. How do we get students to, not just students actually, get us and get colleges and communities to understand the changing world of work and learning. The dynamics today, it's exponential. The changes that are happening, not only in higher ed, but in the workforce are so quickly occurring. I mean, I, I use the word exponential, but the changes are, are really, you know, extraordinary and sometimes a little faster than many of us can really deal with. Um, and so tell me, um, in your own communities, where do you see the, you know, what do you call your workforce? So where do you see innovation and change happening in your own workplaces? I have a daughter that's um, by trade a nurse and she um, went up to Billings, Montana for a little while, and they were doing robotics. And so I think that's our new age coming at us real quickly for that type of um, job workforce. It's a whole new sector of things that we have not been involved in in our lives. One of the, th the mantras is that we are training students for jobs that we don't even know the titles. We're not even aware of what those titles. I mean, how many of you knew cloud computing and, and there's specialists, like, you know, you know uh, it's the changes, I mean, I, I consider myself a techno-peasant, but the changes to me are absolutely exciting and thrilling, and I'm very slow at learning them, but I, even I am trying new things. And, and um, so for students, tell me about your students. What, what's the, the age range of many of your students? So we are uh, very much serving that non-traditional population. We do have transfer students from the high school, and we are starting many of those students out with dual enrollment. So some of them are only with us for one year because they will walk out of high school with 30 hours, and then they will come to us. But our big, our big opportunity is in those individuals that um, I'm always telling the legislators, it's the people that need to be at the soccer game on Saturday morning. Uh, their families and they're they're already committed to our communities and they really need to have the opportunity to get their education and to move forward so they are uh, they really add to the richness of our college what we do 
I love what you said because it really is the adult population. Adult education is what we're seeing in the colleges. And the non-traditional is now the more traditional uh, student that we're seeing. It's not that 18-year-old coming out of high school. It's people of all ages. I, I say, you know, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s who need that retraining. So one of the things that we talk about is lifelong learning. Now, we used to talk about it in one way. It's totally different. And the difference today is in our own workplaces, the lifelong learning. Uh, Justin can tell you I've been learning some software that I would never thought that I would be learning, you know, uh, in order to do some of the things that I do. So in your own workplaces and, and sort of imposing that on the, on, on the programs you see in the college, where are the changes that you see in your own places? I'll tell you, I was at a financial institution for 40 years before I retired. And, of course, I... Uh, started learning on computers in the early 80s uh, and to take paper away from us and then put a computer in front of us that we had never been trained on and so we all would go someplace and have training and come back and um, I think we're um, finding out that the, even in the finance industry it is changing so much we don't have the traditional brick and mortars anymore everything's online it's so easy to deposit a check by with your you know phone your camera on your phone and so the world is changing way fast you know it, it's an exciting way I, I personally I think it's exciting because I you know um, I'm wondering where we're going to go with all of this, and and particularly in rural places like Wyoming, um, you know, certain places of the country, you know, the, there's lots of industry, inner cities, there's, you know, the, you know, uh, Detroit, you know, the car industry or other places. Um, so much is changing. So where, when you look at your state, I know your governor. Um, has uh, Matt Mead has set up a, uh, a summit, a community college summit that's coming up um, to deal with business and industry. So tell me what you think is going to come out of that. What do you see from your perspective, not only as residents, but as trustees of institutions that ultimately will have to deal with some of the outcomes of this summit? So I, it's important that I mention that we have a new governor. His name is Governor Mark Gordon. What uh, he brings to us, though, is he also um, was a state treasurer before uh, he went into the governor's job. So he's very familiar with what we do and very supportive of community colleges. So I think as we move forward, what they are looking is how are the community colleges going to meet specific local needs? And um, not to speak for the governor, because you never want to do that, <laughs> but the legislature right now is considering whether or not the community colleges will uh, be allowed to offer applied baccalaureate degrees. And that is a very important piece of our puzzle that is missing, uh, as Mr. Archuleta said, that we have to figure out how we're gonna get an opportunity for individuals throughout our rural state to um, have access to um, a baccalaureate degree and so that the associate's degree does not become the terminal degree in our communities. And these um, industries in our area very much need to have that two more years of study uh, accessible in our communities. 
That's one thing technology does. It lets us know that more training is needed. And then even with that more training, more and more training, it, it is ongoing. So I, I love the fact that you're talking about baccalaureate, applied baccalaureate degrees. These are very special um, degrees that many community colleges across the country are now offering. And the ACCT board just today passed a resolution that they will be supporting these um, because they see more and more of the community college is doing it. And I really want to emphasize for our listeners the applied baccalaureate. These are specialized degrees uh, where workforce, um, their workforce degrees, where they help students um, achieve, well actually they help companies um, get a trained workforce for a very specific industry uh, where there's a real lack um, a real need for new workers, and they're very, very important degrees. So it, it heartens me to hear you be thinking. Now, do you have any, I know that you work with some of the universities um, at Western Wyoming College, and so you, through some of your universities, but do you have any applied degrees, um, or are you thinking of some applied degrees in the future? We, we absolutely are, and I'm afraid that my trustees haven't been brought into this picture yet <laughs> because we're still doing some of the background work. But one of the requ requests that we get most often from our industry is management in an industrial area. So the industrial management is one of those. The other one is plant operator management. We have some very large plants, and they want to make sure that uh, their individuals are learning and earning a degree to uh, qualify them to move up in their industry. I, I love the fact that you have some in the wing. And, and I, I truly hope, I wish you all uh, very good luck in the state and, and helping make that happen. So these, these new programs sound very exciting and, and, and particularly for students because one thing that we've always learned, students go to college that's close to home. You know, I mean, and many, if our students are particularly getting older, they have families, they have obligations, and they can't be, you know, spending overnight living in a dorm uh, and, and, and being far away from home. So um, it sounds very exciting, and uh, I'm really happy for you and your colleges. So now the topic we started with, Carla's retirement. Uh, ladies and gentlemen around the room, it's called succession planning. <laughs> I feel sorry for your, one of your newest trustees to find out on his first day that Carla was leaving, but um, how prepared are you uh, for, for all these changes that you're going to see? I think Carla has like gone to the next stratosphere, and it's going to be really hard to fill her shoes. <laughs> but we have some um, excellent candidates. We're just in the um, first stages of looking at applications but Carla has moved us up 10 levels from where we were when she came. One of the finer colleges, community colleges in the United States has been rated as such uh, and that's made the leaps and bounds under Dr. Leach and it's been um, certainly was an organization uh, when I entered politics that I uh, wanted to uh, that I wanted to be a part of. Uh, Carla's left some big shoes to fill and uh, uh, it was a shock to me when I, when I got on my board and they're like, oh yeah, your first duty is to find the new president. <laughs> so uh, we, we were pretty, uh, uh, both uh, Greg and I were pretty anxious about that. But um, we, uh, we do have some good people. 
uh, on the board uh, who know what they're doing, um, who still remember the last search for the for the president, and who can uh, pass along their experience to uh, the new, uh, the freshmen here. And uh, we're hopeful, and we're going to be uh, at least as lucky with our next president, um, with uh, Dr. Leach's Dr. Leach's guidance as far as who we should be finding. Norma, I want to tell you, um, Julie Goldner's helping us Absolutely. through ACCT with our recruitment. And I know the last board did this on their own and lucked out with Carla. Yeah. <laughs> but me being a new, newer trustee of only two years, um, ACCT has been so much help for us to get these applications in, screen them, um, get the process made so much easier for us. Um, to choose a good candidate and so I have to say um, without um, your help your institutions help for ours we um, have included the community in this search also and so I think that's going to be a big buy-in for our community is that it isn't just the board of directors that are picking a new president it's the whole community that has vested interest in this and we have some excellent excellent community members that are involved in this search. Uh, that It warms my heart to hear you say that. I'm, I'm so proud of my organization um, and, and Julie and facilitating. Um, ACCT has been the business of helping institutions find their leaders for a very long time and then training the leaders and training board members so I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're using our services well as just some final words from to close our podcast today from Carla Carla you are a joy not only um, at the Governance Institute for Student Success was Carla just an outstanding participant eager to get up eager to talk e eager to participate but to see her mentor her her board members to see her, um, watch them grow and develop, and, and to help them along, and now even to help them with their succession planning, I think is thrilling. Carla, we're all going to miss you, and um, I'm so glad that you were able to spend a couple of minutes with us today. Thank you so much, and I really do want to encourage people to take advantage of being members of ACCT. This is not paid, uh, <laughs> but um, every new trustee has gone through the new trustee academy, and we will be going to the Governance Leadership Institute, and it is priceless, the value of uh, attending those sessions and growing as a team. For more information about the Governance Institute for Student Success and Rural Community Colleges, visit acct.org. As always, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.